Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello and welcome to the show. My name is Ryan Gooden. I host the Web Uncovered, which is a daily, uh, I should say the webuncovered.com is a daily web blog that provides insight into the rapidly evolving world of social media and dynamic marketing communications. This weekly show that we do uh, every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern uh, is uh, essentially an extension of the webuncovered.com where we discuss a variety of these topics in uh, a little bit greater detail. Uh, joining us today, we have Mildred Tassone, a uh, small business and marketing communications consultant, and Rick Rovigno, who is a technology industry expert. He actually uh, hosted his own talk show at one point uh, called uh, Computer Talk, and he was uh, formerly a technical analyst for PC Magazine. Uh, Rick has been successfully utilizing LinkedIn to develop his online network. Uh, which we covered in some detail uh, in last week's show, which you can find cataloged on our site, uh, thewebuncovered.com. Well, with an extremely high rate these days, with the current economic client and countless people looking for work, now is certainly the time to focus on building our social network and developing new avenues for finding employment opportunities. Uh, last week, uh, we discussed building our professional network and uh, utilizing the ever-popular website LinkedIn. Uh, so, uh, Rick, how are you? I'm glad you've uh, joined us here again this week. Uh, tell us a little bit about what we covered uh, last, in last week's show. Uh, thanks for having me again. Yeah, what we did was uh, we discussed uh, the actual benefits of LinkedIn. Of course, LinkedIn uh, being one of the avenues for um, social networking, as they call it today. Uh, most people are very familiar with uh, the MySpaces, the Facebooks, and so forth. Twitter is now a big one. Uh, LinkedIn is very similar in, in how they work, only more of a professional network, meaning um, one of the reasons you'll come to this specific uh, social network will be to uh, look, for, look for a job or, or network with people, uh, uh, maintain communication with people that you've, uh, you've worked with in, other, in previous, previous jobs. So in our last show, what we did was we went through uh, the different benefits, uh, the different features of LinkedIn. Uh, basically, what it comes down to is you uh, you are going to present yourself uh, to the professional public. Uh, and for, for all intents and purposes, it's really a resume. Although uh, these have, this has been evolving in the layout, which we're going to go through a little bit later on with this show. Uh, but um, there are a number of different features that uh, you can take advantage with it. Uh, one of which, of course, is uh, uh, the professional networking with people, see where they stand. Uh, you have you have a lot of uh, one of the one of the biggest things today in looking for a job is being able to uh, to network. And uh, this type of a setup, there are just a lot more people available to you. It goes one, two, and three layers deep, uh, so you can end up with tens of thousands of people uh, that you never thought you you know you were associated with simply by being uh, having somebody as part of your your network. Um, there are features within LinkedIn, as we discussed again last week, uh, uh, certain benefits like applications that you can put in uh, that will provide you with the ability to, let's say, do a poll uh, or, or um, perhaps put a blog up. You can, uh, there's any number of different applications and capabilities. So at the end of the day, you, you can really set up a very, uh, very nice profile, something that uh, if there is somebody that's looking for, uh, looking for what you do, We'll be able to find you there and find it professionally uh, represented. Mm-hmm. So that was basically it for last week. Did I about sum that up right, uh, Mildred, Ryan? Yeah. Oh, certainly, okay. certainly, I would agree. 
So what I wanted to move forward with would, would be uh, after the recap uh, was going to be what what now that we've got our profile set up, we have to uh, do a couple of different things. First off, once everything is all set up, you're going to you're going to start to get the influx of people that say, "Hey, I worked for that company," uh, or people that you know. I mean, you're, you're going to find there's going to be a number of different types of uh, communications that you're going to get once you get started. So. Uh, how you communicate with these people, how you uh, relay uh, whatever uh, to the entire population or to an individual, there there is a set of a rule, a set of rules, or, or an etiquette, a, as they call it, a social media network etiquette. Uh, what we're going to what we're going to talk about here uh, for uh, briefly this evening is going to be um, really more LinkedIn centric. Uh, I say that because. You can get into some of these other social networks, and it's a pretty fair game with what you can put up on your site, um, what you can say out there. Mm-hmm. In, in this environment, in the LinkedIn environment, it, it, it's 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 far more conservative. How about I put use that word? Uh, you, you're, you're, it, it's more it's far more uh, in tune with the professionals, and they, they, they're not there to talk about the, you know, certain events. So uh, you, you have to have a specific etiquette that you have to uphold to. Uh, there are a number of different rules. I shouldn't put it this way. There are a number of lists of rules. It's based on who you're talking to. Uh, you can do a lot of research out there and see uh, you know, what's, ex- what's acceptable. Uh, but in general, what, what we're going to identify here are going to be the 10, I don't want to call them the 10 commandments, how about we just say that the, the 10 rules of etiquette for social uh, media networking. Uh, the first one up on the top uh, is to make sure you create a, a user-friendly profile. I understand a lot of these points are going to carry over into anything. So clearly, whether you're on a Facebook or you're on any other, other given social network, uh, unless, um, well, I'm not going to go there. How about I just say you're going to create a user-friendly profile? There you go. So number one rule of thumb: uh, <laughs> make sure you've got something that that makes people understand that you know you're you're, you're open. Okay, you're you're approachable. Uh, number two rule, uh, and again, understand something with the way you put your um, profile together. Uh, there's a number of words people use. Uh, I've heard brand. I've heard a number of different things that people use to ap- apply uh, to what you create on LinkedIn. Okay, um, you you ha- you're going to create something that is going to be. Um, attractive. I know I'm not using the right word. Uh, please, Ryan, jump in if you can think of what I'm trying to say. You want something that's going to catch their eye, and you don't want to turn them off with the wrong, with the wrong, uh, the wrong image. So, uh, well, certainly. I mean, it's. Just, I think it's just the same mentality that you would have walking into an interview. You know, uh, you're you're going to pay attention to uh, you know to how you look and how you how you present yourself overall and what the overall package looks like. Exactly right, and with. Uh, LinkedIn and with any given social, any other social profile, you want to make sure you look, you look, you put your best foot forward. How about that's what I think? That's what there I think. There you go. Uh, yeah. Step number one. I want to say, Rick, um, one thing is, it, this applies whether you're looking for a job or you're a, a business person. Um, it's the same. It's the same, you know, creating your profile. So they're, they're the same task, same information. Yes, there is a commitment you're going to put into any given social network, whether it's LinkedIn or not. So whether you are a business, whether you're a, per, a person, you're going to maintain whatever you whatever you put forward in this environment. I, did I did I answer that right? <laughs> I think that sounds about right. <laughs> so there there is 
there are definitely a number of ways you could represent it. I guess the, the key, the key, the key is this: you are, and this is the second point. You, you are really only as good, only as good as the people around you. Okay, so uh, the second rule of etiquette is to invite true friends, or, or at least true acquaintances. And, you know, you're going to find when you get into this network, you're going to have uh, into LinkedIn particularly, you're going to have people. Uh, you know, once you sign in and you say you worked at a company. Uh, and we briefly went into this last week. Everybody else that worked at that company is now going to see that you're in there, that you're now in LinkedIn. And if they know you, uh, they're going to come back and they're going to say, please join my network, and vice versa. You're going to go through the list of names, and you're going to see people's names. And I might add, they constantly change, so you're going to want to keep going back in to see who's part of that company or represented in that list. Uh, but you're going to you know, invite people into, into your community, per se, or network. Uh, you want to make sure that these are people you really know. Why? You say, well, why, why do I care? I want to have as many people as I can. The numbers should look big. No, that's not true. You want There are certain things you really want to accomplish with your profile, uh, one of which is, is uh, and one of, the, one of the more important uh, features of it is to make sure you can use this for uh, recommendations and communicating with people that can provide you with positive recommendations and vice versa. Uh, if you're going to, uh, you know, if you're going to give somebody a recommendation, you really expect the same back, and it should be the same uh, in, in both directions. So you don't want to start having people asking you for references you haven't even you don't even know who they are. <laughs> you know, they're, th they're three people away from you, and they're going to yeah, they come to you with a reference. That's not exactly what you're looking for. I, 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 it, well, I what I can say is most just keep the people you know that you trust as part of your network, and try not you're, gonna, you're not you're not going to be able to keep up to that 100 percent but try and keep yourself to that line so that would be rule rick, I, rick i would just chime in to say that really that's the core of your network and that's what allows you to move to the next step which is building new relationships right exactly right and, and that that's part of uh you know again how what you surround yourself by people will and will interpret you based on what you've surrounded yourself by so uh you know you want to make sure that whatever you do put together as a network is something that you can build on um there will be things, and I just mentioned one of them, a real important one, which is uh, to look for a recommendation. Uh, so the third rule of etiquette okay, is to make sure uh, that when a, a request is made uh, to you and you don't want to reply, there was kind of a method to that madness before, uh, you're, you're going to have people that are going to say to you, listen, I want a recommendation, and, and you may not even know who this person is. He could be you know, a number of people removed. He just picked up your name. Uh, you, you want to make sure you reply to people. Uh, they may come to you. You may they may know you. You may actually know the person. If they come to you and they say I want a recommendation, and you feel good about it, and you want to give them a recommendation, do it. Don't leave it hanging out there. This is like any good social network. It maintain it requires maintenance, follow through. Uh, otherwise, they're going to think you're not there, and they're going to think you're not really participating in, in this uh, this bigger community. So make sure you follow through with requests. Make sure when you have the wrong type of request come through that you, you, you scrutinize it and you say, okay, yes or no, I am going to bring this person there, or no, I, I don't really know who you are, I'm sorry, and let them know. Let them know. They'll understand. That happens all the time, which kind of feeds into the fourth point of etiquette, which is uh, reciprocity, as it's called. I think I, I think I pronounced that right. It's a wonderful <laughs> thing. <laughs> and again, that's the bottom line. Uh, I've seen guys out there that have uh, hundreds of references. In uh, in this type of a, a professional environment, where people are looking through uh, human resources people, headhunters, whatever, uh, it's 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 very nice to be able to see what people think of you up front without having to ask you for the reference list. 
Uh, it, it's actually a terrific tool of length. And uh, the key or the point is make sure that if you are asked, reciprocate. Uh, or quick quick side question. Sorry about that. Quick, quick, quick side question here. You know, so if somebody provides a recommendation for you and you're not entirely happy about it, is there a way to actually get rid of it? Or is this just one more reason to really scrutinize who you're asking for recommendations from? Yeah, there are checks and balances with LinkedIn. It will ask you after you've received um, a reference from somebody, a recommendation from somebody, and the same applies to them, whether you want to post it. Are you happy with it? If you're not, uh, you may uh, you may just say no. Maybe you don't like the wording. Maybe it's something. I actually had somebody send me one. I, I had sent a recommendation to, and it was just he didn't like the terminology that I was implying he was no longer with the company. He wasn't truly departed yet, but I, it sounded like I was you know past tense with the job. So he sent it back to me. He said, "Do me a favor, just just reword this." So you you had that opportunity. Yes, you you don't have to say. Yes or no. And, in fact, you have a number of options for saying why you don't want to. It's not like, mm -hmm. no, I just don't want you to go away. You know, I don't know who this guy is or you know, maybe he worked with a different boss. Who knows? I mean, it could be any number of different explanations, but they do give you a number of ways out. Great. That's certainly, uh, cer certainly a positive. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. You do not want these. To, there are a lot of people out there that will try and take advantage. You want to be careful. And I'm not saying there's a lot out there in LinkedIn. I shouldn't really say it. It's not, I, I haven't really seen very many at all. I've had, maybe, maybe had one instance where somebody asked me for something that just didn't make sense to me. Uh, but, you know, it's good to be aware, and, and it's good to make sure you don't invite the wrong guy into that network. Right. They, you want people that are going to say positive things, so make sure it's, it's on the uptick. Uh, that would be the fourth. The fifth is going to be to pass along requests promptly. I, I kind of alluded to this in the third point, which was um, making clear what your intentions are. Uh, again, this is it's just a matter of moving things along quickly. Uh, you don't want things hanging out. People will think that you're not uh, you're not reliable, and they won't they won't make any requests. And you're going to have that much harder time, uh, you know, reversing or, or reversing the requests for your side. Mm -hmm. Uh, a good six points to avoid the boilerplate text, if you can. Um, you know, when you go to send off a message, you're sure anybody that uses LinkedIn or probably a lot of other networks, you have these little grayed-out words that they automatically fill in for you. Um, people will see a communication from you asking for you to, for them to join the network or whatever it may be, reference or whatever it may be. Uh, each of these requests has a canned quote that they put in, uh, people feel like, well, he's not putting very much effort into this. If you don't add a little something or perhaps customize it to make it look like it's from you. So it's it's a really a good idea to try and avoid those boilerplate texts and, and actually give them something more personal. Say, here, I, you know, it's me, and I, and I just, I couldn't just send this, whatever you want to say, but, you know, make it personal. I can tell you from personal experience in going through piles and piles of resumes, you know, immediately the ones that are going out, uh, that are standard letters, letters that have uh, been exactly the same from one employer to the next uh, versus the one that was written directly for uh, for the position. So uh, <laughs> I think that's a quite valid point. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be very careful what you send out sometimes. Uh, the seventh point is going to be not to abuse the network. Uh, you know, you're going to get into the... Uh, into the uh, environment, into the the network, whatever you want to call it, uh, community, and you're going to see that uh, you can actually communicate to not only um, your close level one people, which are the, the directs that you know, 
uh, but you can also communicate that to your entire uh, community, which would be uh, people you may not even know, but just that know you through somebody else, just through that connection. So uh, what you don't want to do, and some people will, will do this, is abuse the right. They will start to send out how they're feeling. I've seen uh, I've seen a couple of guys that go out and they say, okay, day 127 of my job search. It, it's almost like a guy sitting down in the South Pole uh, in an igloo or something. It's like, you know, like dying. <laughs> I, I, you, don't, you, don't, you don't need to tell 30,000 people that every day. So don't abuse the network. You know, it's a great tool. Use it for what it's there for. It's there, you know, it's there to communicate with in a positive and a professional fashion. Uh, don't use it like it's a block. Don't don't send out daily comments of what you're doing to your audience and whatever you do, limit the audience, restrict it, restrict it appropriately. So now don't what, Rick, use that network. Yeah. You did make a good point though um, in one of our discussions to update it. You know, it's not it, it it's not like you get it done and that's it. Look at it, especially um, at the beginning um, when you're just putting your profile together. Add to it a little bit every day or every couple days, or you know, really get it filled in and and updated um, to keep it fresh. Not too, you know, you don't need a daily status, but to keep it fresh. And because every time you add people to your network, you're going to remember something, or you'll you'll get a group notice. And um, so I think that was one point that you had mentioned to, especially if you're looking for a job, um, to to add updates to it. Yeah, and and in a lot of cases, it's really it's based on you know where, what what section of the entire profile you're talking about, but. Uh, there are some cases you want to be revisiting your profile almost every other day, at a minimum, uh, to see what you have there. This is a this is a lab, this should be a labor of love. You know, most most these <laughs> uh, most these networks, these uh, you know, these communities, are a labor of love. And, and, and I'm not saying looking for a job should <laughs> should be a labor of love. This is certainly though a a community. It's a, it's a support group, so to speak. Everybody knows what everybody's going through here. Then they, it is just so much more support than you used to be able to get before. Uh, you know, it, it's just it's just a terrific environment, and, and that's exactly right. You've got to keep that. You have to keep that profile current. Here, this is what I'm doing now. There's actually a section in LinkedIn. It says, "What are you doing today?" I can actually go in and say, "This is what I'm doing today." And you know, there was some. T- and I'm not saying I'm sending that out. That's just on my main page. So somebody comes to you know Rick's profile, they're gonna say, "Oh, look at this. He's he, he's, he's stocking boxes today." You know what I mean? It's actually that's the idea. It's 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 a communication tool. You're doing the right thing. Certainly, I don't start boxes, but maybe I did uh, finish building out a data center in, in Bombay, in Mumbai. So, you know, there are things you can you can represent there that that, that really let let them know what they're looking at. This guy's in. These these people are in. This person is doing their oh, thing. Yeah. Also, um, suppose you're attending a webinar or there's a, an event as part of a group that you're in. Um, it's that's a way to you know expand uh, you know others coming and looking might not know about that group or might you know not know about the webinar so it, and it's using the system absolutely right those 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 groups and who people you know who belongs to what it, you know before you, it's really it's really hard to appreciate but you will watch your network develop into uh, just, just a, it's a tool. It's a terrific tool. Something you can, you can, uh, you can wield at a, under any uh, circumstances. Whether it's looking for a job, 
Uh, there are other social networks which we can cover on more, but in, in, as far as unemployment is concerned, it's just a, it's just a terrific tool. Certainly, this is really, yeah, really a great place to start as far as, you know, obviously we kind of started off the show with if, you know, if in fact you are looking for a job, but, uh, you know, obviously there are folks out there that still have their jobs and might be under the threat of losing it. Uh, you know, the time to begin start uh, building your network is right now, regardless of what your employment status is. Uh, it remains, uh, you know, a tool for you throughout your professional and, and personal uh, life as well. So, um yeah, I think you know the, the key there is get on it now, regardless of your employment status. Get on it now. Keep it honest, okay? Mm -hmm. Because uh, and the next point is very, very important. Uh, a lot of people will go in and they'll say, uh, you know, I know this person, uh, but I never worked at that company, and then they'll they'll fictitiously say, you know, this uh, they'll add a profile in for the company that person worked in. You do mm -hmm. not. You want to be honest enough. This is a you need you need to be honest. You can't start throwing in fictitious companies and saying, oh yeah, I worked over there because you know this person or that person. That's not how this works, and people will pick up on that. Mm -hmm. It's very much like your resume. So uh, you know, do not invent history. Uh, uh, to acquire yeah. colleagues, okay. Get Somebody will catch it. You know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> people do it. People do it. Mm -hmm. I've had people approach mm -hmm. me and ask me for recommendations. And again, join the networks. I don't even know who they are. I got to reply back. I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. And I got to try to get something more. Maybe I'll find out. Oh yeah, well, I knew you for this person. Okay, maybe we'll see. But the point is, don't invent it. Don't create it because it's going to bite you. Play, uh, play by the rules. Uh, Actually, you know, really very important uh, when you say play by the rules. Uh, there's a number of ways to misuse LinkedIn, and I went through a couple before I was talking about them, but one really bad one is to blitz. You can actually go out to the whole audience, so you want to be very careful about uh, how you, um, what you send out and why you send things out. Uh, and and I'm, not, I'm not talking about the guy that's sending out the blog saying, oh, today's a terrible day. I'm talking about uh, you're going to find headhunters that come in or you're going to find uh, certain organizations that come in and take advantage of the fact that they have access to a lot of profiles and will suddenly start sending out a lot of email. I, look, I don't mind if it's from a group I belong in, but I don't want to see uh, you know spam, and that's the point. Okay, play by the rules. Don't just send out a bunch of garbage that nobody wants to read that's going to end up in the junk, you know, in a, in a junk pile someplace. Play by the rules. Uh, last, I'm sorry, Mildred, go ahead. One reason uh, when you talk about um, starting off with the people you really know, because until you get a feel for um, when you're sending out a message and you do it to a group or does it go to everybody, um, you get a better feel. So if you accidentally send something out to everyone that you didn't intend to, you're just starting with the people that know you and, and they'll understand that as opposed to sending it out to you know thousands of people. Which you don't want to do. So yeah, yeah. Be very, be be very careful with how what you send out. And just like I don't know about you, I know I have. I've sent off emails that that that, that certainly ended up in the wrong hands. So um, <laughs> I'm not saying that you hadn't, you know, that really had nothing to do with playing by the rules. You were playing by the rules. You just had the wrong mailbox. I had the wrong mailbox. Uh, but you know, just make sure my uh, the point is don't send out things that uh, that are just. Uh, just not the right, just not the right thing. I, I, you know, again, it's not a business. It's not you're not looking to generate business there. Uh, but again, it's a social network. You know, um, valued relationships. Last and 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 probably uh, if uh, the most valuable of all of the etiquette rules. Uh, and again, there are others, but I'm going to let me come back to that. Value relationships uh, over transactions. Um, 
valuing people for their worth, for their intrinsic worth or value over a business uh, transaction, all right, um, they, 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 that will enable you that taking that approach to a relationship is going to reward you far better uh, than, than the other way around. And there are those, as I'm sure everybody knows, uh, that take advantage of value. You're not there for, for purely for the transaction. It's kind of like when you're looking for a job. One of the things they say is you want to go out and you want to find some people to talk to get an idea of what they think of what the market is like today. Uh, but you don't want to sell your resume. You're not there for that. You're there uh, for to develop a relationship. You're there to get their input, to, to, to understand more about what's going on. Uh, if they feel like you're there to hand a resume, they, they're going to turn them off instantly. Value your relationships, okay? They're not, they're not just transactions to you. Yeah, it's Look, really a great point because I think it's really easy in the job search, in particular, to uh, you know to get a little bit over eager and anxious, uh, you know, and you want to start utilizing these tools, uh, you know, and rather than going up there and, and having the big picture view of you know this is about building a you know personal and professional network, you know, you go in there and you you, know, you, you kind of you come off a little spammy, you know, and, and people pick up on those minute and small things. You know that that might not mean you know be so obvious to you, uh, but uh, it just just important to to have the right mindset when you walk in there. That's it. I, I guess it's simple enough to say from rules of etiquette is do treat anybody the way you'd want to be treated, in particular in this environment. You know, I, again, I'm going to I'm going to specifically say in the professional environment because there are some pretty weird requests out there in some of the other environments, which I might say again, as I mentioned earlier, there are various social etiquettes uh, for the different environments, which I'm hoping in a later edition of the show well, we'll be able to get into because clearly they're not the same rules in Twitter. They're certainly not the same rules in Facebook either. So what we're going to try and do is uncover all of those. Uh, just so everybody knows, there's a lot of work, and I mentioned this earlier, a lot of work out there uh, that's being done on what different rules are of etiquette. Uh, I, I did a lot of research. I felt that a gentleman named Dave Taylor was wonderful with his descriptions. Um, he hit things pretty much on, on the head. Uh, you know, you can get some people that, that, that kind of uh, filter in some, some unnecessary uh, etiquette rules. I felt this was pretty on the money. As again, his name is Dave Taylor. If you look for him on the web, you'll find him out there. Uh, really, really good, uh, some really good stuff. Uh, there was one other area we were going to try and touch on. Do you want me to try and blow through in the next couple of minutes? I probably could. Maybe oh, we here's... can pick it up. I had originally scheduled the segment for just a half an hour. Um, but it looks like it's scheduled for an hour, so we could go longer if we wanted. We have uh, it's uh, 8:26. We could go um, another 33 minutes, or we, or however long we want. So. Okay. Uh, Ryan, I have no no problem at all with saying to it. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's go. Cool. Uh, and that's actually good. It'll give us an opportunity to uh, try out some of those uh, segment things we were talking about with terminology mm -hmm. and so forth. Uh, a couple of ideas for you folks out there. You, you'll see what we're talking about as we go along. But uh, uh, there is a plan. There is a plan. So back to uh, to LinkedIn. Of course, so like we said, we've created a basic profile. Uh, we've now uh, figured out what the rules of engagement or etiquette are for this uh, uh, for this environment, for for this community or this network. And now what you have to do is you have to maintain it. Well, just like anything else that's any good, you have to maintain it. Um, when it comes to your profile, there are some really important aspects uh, of it that you want to make sure are 
you know, constantly updated. A little, a little bit ago, I mentioned the um, uh, putting in what I'm doing today. I'm not saying you got to go in every day. You got to update your profile or something like that. But it's it's interesting, that, and, and there are people that do that. I might add. Uh, but it's it, it's just it's interesting in that you can you, you know you can let let somebody see that you're maintaining it, that there's a dedication, that you're constantly keeping it going and flowing. And no matter when they get to it, it's going to have the most common of information. Um, one of the things you want to do with this, and we also kind of touched on this earlier, and this is all this is all part of man maintaining and improving your profile. Uh, is to create the right first impression. Uh, you want to make you want to make whatever that impression is easy to recognize. You want to be able to look at this and say, "Okay, I know it is." A great example is like when you're reading the newspaper. You pick up the daily paper. You look at the headline, and if the headline catches you, you're reading on the, You're reading the uh, the article associated. If the headline doesn't catch you, I don't know about you, but I start to flip pages. Most people do. So creating something that's going to catch them, a nice headline, so to speak, uh, of what you are is important. So you want to make sure when you finish your profile, you go back and you start to tweak it. You know, I, I'm not recommending this. I am seeing some people do this. Uh, but there are, there are those out there that create dual profiles because they're not sure what job they want to be in. So if they wanted to become a software programmer, they have one profile for that, and then they can have another profile for project management or some other position uh, that's really not related. And if you show the skills in the same in the, in the same one resume, it looks like it's too much, you know. So there are people that do that. Now, again, I'm not saying to do this, but whatever you do define yourself as, uh, whether it's one or two profiles, whatever that profile is, is focused on, make sure that that first read, that first five seconds of this page, your page, your life, your book, is easy to understand. This is an IT professional with exceptional background. I, and I, I'm using words like that, but I think you got the idea. Adjectives and, adjectives and verbs and all these different nice little nice words that you can put together that make it jump out at the person that's looking at this. Because that, a lot of times that, that's what happens. The headhunter will go in and he's going to look for project manager. He's going to look for software application, and he's going to get twenty thousand responses, right? And he's going to go. He's going to start filtering through them, and you want yours to be the one that he stops and doesn't turn the page on. So make sure that that first page is right. That first impression is set up right. Make sure that that headline catches their attention. Right below that headline, right below that uh, first impression that you're going to give them is going to be your summary. Uh, you know, here, here's where, um, as far as I'm concerned, most amount of my work has to be done in anybody's profile. Uh, in fact, mine is no 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 different than anybody else's. Um, you want to make sure that that summary is first off up to date. Okay, uh, but that it represents certain certain uh, certain features, certain, certain pieces of information. You want it to lead with the type of business you want to do. All right. So if I'm a project manager, okay, I'm an expert project manager. I want to be a project manager, whatever, however you want to put that. You want to move into the reason why you do business with me. Meaning, okay, I am uh, I, I I'm talking to you. I'm the I'm the I'm the profile. I'm the LinkedIn profile. And I'm saying to the guy that's looking at me, to that HR person, think in these terms. I'm thinking to the guy, the hiring agent that's looking at my profile that may not even know who I may not even talk to me yet. Okay, <laughs> here, here I am. This is what I am. May, make, make him okay. 
uh, want to do business, think about how what, what's going to make him want to do business with you, and and, and try to apply that with the way, with the way you represent yourself. Uh, and that, um, Rick, ahead, I know that you have to. I have to jump in because this. Good <laughs> um, <laughs> Nancy. Um, you have to go over it. You write some. You try and I don't spell well, so I really have to. I'm very conscious of spelling, and I try and you know double check that. I cut and paste, um, verify. But you want to add something, and that's where you're going to have to revise things. You're not going to be changing your dates. You want it to um, be uh, to evolve as you get a better feel for it and jump in into it. Um, I think a lot of people we're not used to marketing ourselves. We're not used to creating our brand, and um, and that's what looking for a job is doing, or that's how it is in business today. And we didn't used to do it that way. You you didn't have to develop your own brand. Wouldn't you agree, Ryan? Um, Absolutely. You know, I think it's a great point because. Uh, you know, ultimately, uh, you know, you've got a tremendous opportunity in creating a profile on LinkedIn, uh, you know, and building out your content because it's so much more than a resume can, you know, could ever say about you, you know. Uh, you know, and likewise, figuring out what a, you know, what a great LinkedIn profile should look like, you know, isn't any more difficult than going out and doing a little bit of research and reading some of the headlines that some of the other people that are in your field. Uh, you know, are putting in place, and you know, in their picture, if they choose to share one, and uh, you know, other details of their profile. So, uh, you know, real, real opportunity to uh, to take it, you know, leaps and bounds beyond uh, what a resume can uh, tell about you. Absolutely. I really, yeah, I also think um, if you're, it doesn't matter whether you're an experienced person or you're just starting, and um, Join at least one or two groups. There's got. I mean, I I didn't have to look very far because I did project management, real estate, um, um, and marketing. So it's just you know. But the, so I so Rick, you've probably done more group searching than I might have. But find a group, and then you're going to you'll start to get their posts, and you'll see some interesting stuff, studies that you can participate in webinars, um, group events, and, and that's a really good way to start building your network online and possibly locally as well. Mm -hmm. as, absolutely. The more you participate, the more it's going to show whoever's reading your profile okay, that you're worth doing business with. This guy, this person, this, I keep saying guy, my apologies, but you know what I'm saying. The, the, this person, all right, networks. This person is out there. They're, 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 not, they're not afraid to put themselves out on the front line. Uh, that's what I mean. That's the type of thing you want them to know. They want to they know. You want them to know why they should be hiring you, why should they do business with you. And that's all part of it, uh, having yourself belong into certain groups. Absolutely. Uh, you know, participation in, 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 it just shows a great deal of dedication, especially if it, especially when you look at the, the, the depth of groups they have at, in LinkedIn. So absolutely. So when you, when you set it up, you want to make sure that they see that. Uh, you want to make it clear. You may want to bring it out in the summary that you know that you you participated with specific groups. Uh, at this point, I'm trying to get them. I'd like to with the summary just to just really get them to tickle them to move them on a little further. It's 
uh, you know, they've read, they read the headline, yeah, that got him, that kind of like snagged him a little. Now let's bring him into the summary, which is where you really got to hook him. So you want to make sure that they really understand why they want to deal with you. And the third and probably uh, most important point is um, move from move into the, the nuances of what you do. Um, you know, you are a, um, again, this is where the, the, the adjectives and the verbs come in. You want to play with the words for you know the the the, the how you how you um, uh, salvage. It's not the word I'm looking for. I'm hoping one of you guys one of you guys will jump in. <laughs> but there is something you want to bring out. One of the nuance the nuances of what you are. You know, I I am a go getter. I I am a uh, you know drop in the water uh, starts off running type of guy. These are these are the nuances that that make up your personality. You want to bring that out. I think that should be, you know, hopefully part of what they're going to see and, and understand. They want to do business with you in the first place, but it's it's not, you know, it's it's all it's all part of it. one of the ways you're going to make this person want you is by showing them, well, I've got the experience to do what you want, right? Well, you want to you want to show them how you did that, how you accomplished that. Okay, I'm a go-getter. I never stop. I, you know, whatever it may be. Make sure uh, that that uh, you go through all the nuances of you. Sell them in that summary, and then let's and then take them into the next sections. Of course, the next section, probably the biggest one. By the way, um, I might say a good tip for the summary section, and this is to your point earlier, Mildred. Refresh your summary at least every two weeks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, your work experience. You want to make sure that your past experience still supports the current and future aspirations. So, uh, w- w- what we mean by that is, if you are, uh, if you have changed jobs, and um, it doesn't exactly support what you're representing in any one of the other sections, you, once you've made one adjustment, you're going to have to make sure it carries through into the others. You may have in the, mo- the most recent job, which you really didn't reflect in the summary, something outstanding that you did. So you want, you're going to want to make sure that the details all match off. Uh, as with a resume, you don't want to have any redundancy, but as far as this is concerned, as far as your LinkedIn profile is concerned, you want to make sure that everything matches off. So uh, make sure that uh, you're not referencing something that you really can't point out somewhere else uh, in the profile. Uh, this is the type of thing that you're going to probably want to update a tip here as to refresh every four weeks or so. So... Um, yeah, there's definitely, like I said, it's a labor of love. It's something you have to, uh, you know, keep going back to. Uh, and it's not just for you; it's for everybody else out there. Uh, you, you are just part of a support chain. Um, you want to keep this going. Again, it's, uh, you know, there's more to it than, than just the job. There, are, you know, like any other social network, there are communities out there of people that you've known, uh, people I've worked with, Mildred, like yourself. We've, we've worked worked together for decades. <laughs> so you know, you you really look at it. And, you know, it's it's just it's it's a type of thing you want to make sure you keep up and current and up to date. Um, the next part of of refining uh, your profile is going to be the recommendation piece. Um, again, I mentioned this over and over again. I really beat this badly, but it, it, I can't I can't impress. Must be important. <laughs> well, it, it's it's just so you're exactly right, Ryan. Uh-huh. It's just so so important. Uh, your normal normal etiquette in, in a job, a typical job 20 years ago, would be to walk in, 
uh, hand somebody an envelope with your resume when they were done, uh, they would ask you for references or recommendations, at which point you'd hand them over everything separately. Um, it seems like, you know, like not a very not a real productive concept, but, you know, that's what it is. They go in a specific order. One, they want to know you can sell yourself before they get to the point where they're letting other people tell them how great you are. Uh, what's nice about the uh, LinkedIn and, and the ability to put recommendations up, professional recommendations, is uh, somebody can actually get a, get a real good feeling about what you're like just from those recommendations. So you want to you want to make sure you're getting you're getting good recommendations. You want to make sure that the recommendations you're getting are from new people you haven't done yet. So it's all part of maintaining your profile. Make sure you maintain your recommendations. If you exit a job, even if you're a consultant, you're only on a three month gig. There's still a recommendation that can come out of that job. Get them and put them in. And not only so, when you're working on your resume to keep it current, um, it. Uh, you you can't remember everything, and this way you will have worked with someone who they will mention a project, so you don't have to list that project in your resume necessarily, but it will it will expand, you know it will expand your resume. Um, right. So yeah, you want that type of stuff to come out at your at the interview. Realistically, you know this is great. Uh, the profile is great, your cover letter is great, everything is great, but what really matters the most is getting in front of them and telling them. You're going to get, look, you want them to see the key detail. You want, them to, you, want them to, you want them to see that bait, you want them to jump on that bait to sit down and talk to you. You got you. I keep you. I, I hate using you know, analogies like that, okay, because it kind of makes us look like fishermen, but it's kind of true, okay? Uh, if you, there was a saying I saw at, at the Ayers group, okay, and it was uh, take a man and teach him to uh, uh, take a man fishing and, and I don't know, something about, fi- about <laughs> fishing. Uh, that. We'll, we'll post the correct uh, saying on the web uh, on cover now. But the point is, you could teach him to just fish, or you could teach him, uh, you know, to support himself the rest of his life. Uh, and there, there, there is the same thing applies here. Uh, you want to, uh, you know, you want to, you want to build something up here, and you can do it the right way, and it can be very positive, and that's all part of building up your, you know, building up the profile. Got to make sure everything is there. And in fact, it's not even done. When you finally get through there, there are further steps. Like Mildred is saying, it doesn't end. You want to review your profile. Here's the best part. Okay, <laughs> this is the part I like the most. Actually, I'll go up in the LinkedIn. I'll go up in the LinkedIn just to search. The new the new additions to my uh, to any one of my networks. So let's suppose it was J.P. Morgan. I'll jump in the J.P. Morgan's group and see what new people have joined because there are people joining all the time. This is 35 million people on LinkedIn, and yeah, that, that, that's a lot of people, and it's growing uh, just in, immensely right now. Uh, and then, you never and, know who's there. Oh, and, and what I do if a new person comes on that I've met um, that I haven't seen in a long time, and then I check their connections to see who they're linked in with because the ones that, you know, I wouldn't necessarily think of them, and there they are. And so then you can build it that way just by every new person. Because you know them, you find other people that you know. Yeah, exactly which. right. You just, you will, you're just you just going to always miss them. You can't help it. There's thousands of names out there. So to maintain it, keep going back in, review your profile, review who you've invited, review uh 
where whatever it is about about your 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 uh, your network and the people that are part of it, make sure that it's up to date and as updated as it can be. Um, they, they, uh, you know, I'm, we're in different places. We're all dialing in, so sometimes we step on each other's comments. So I apologize for that. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing is they say um, that it, it doing so new people doing social media spend about two hours a week. The more um, the more tweets you send, the more blogs you have. Of course, the time increases, but you can figure at least a minimum of two hours a week updating your, not only your LinkedIn, maybe your Facebook, you know, um, but your basic social media is a couple of extra hours. And, and you, but it will pay um, in, in your connections. So. Yeah, absolutely. It just makes you look that much better uh, in your profile, in your brand, as you called it before. You know, and that's, that's actually... Uh, one of the next major steps, once you become very familiar with your profile, is when you will start to take advantage or when you should start taking advantage of some of those tools that are out there. Tools uh, like WordPress, where you can put a blog up or you can put an RSS feed up. Uh, you can put these things on your on your profile, and it just looks it just looks outstanding. It looks it really makes you look professional when they're looking at your profile. They know you had to do this. So that you know, it, it, it just—it it, it, there's just so much you can do, and as it evolves, you'll see. You can now go—you can now do a blog. You can put your RSS feed up. You can put a picture up. Oh, this is really important okay, because people laugh at me about my picture. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, you know, again, it's professional, and, I, and I'm not—I'm I'm not, I'm not saying you know put that picture that your mother took of you when you were three years old in the bathing suit in the little plastic pool. Okay? <laughs> that's, that's that's Facebook. Put it on Facebook or somewhere else. Yeah, exactly right. There are other mediums for that, okay? Uh, with this one, you want to have a nice picture. You know, if you're fresh out of school, your graduation picture will be fine. Uh, but for people like myself uh, who have been out there for a while, you want something as current as possible. Now, look, I, I would always say pick something as complimentary as possible. And, of course, I'm my own worst hypocrite as I put a picture up that I drew of myself, like a Van Gogh, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but it looks good, and and it looks like you, and we know it's you, and that's the whole thing. Another thing I read um, just today was um, don't keep changing your profile picture. Use the same picture on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter um, because it's and your blog. It's the brand. It's you're building your brand, and um, it's the idea is not keep changing it. It's so that you're recognized. Um, because it's the same concept. Make it easy. If you uh, whatever call to action make you make it easy, and this call to action is recognizing you. So um, some people like to change their profiles, uh, pictures. I just read that today, so I thought there that was. Go. And you can do that. You can change at any given time, but keep it as you know, keep it clean and keep it as professional as possible. Um, there's three other points. One is going to be to start writing. You know, once again, once you've gone through all these things and you're now, you know, you're really into it, you're handy, you know exactly what you're doing with this, you want to really start to, uh, do, to do some of that reciprocal work we were talking about before. You know what's going on, too. What you can do to, uh, to help people with recommendations. Um, I, there's nothing better than seeing. I, I looked at somebody's recommendations. I looked at somebody's profile today, and I, and I as I got to the profile, I, my eyes just... I just bugged out, and I, when I looked, this guy had 256 recommendations. 
<laughs> is that now? Is that recommendation overkill, or, <laughs> or is it just say he, he does he does he bounce uh, from job to job with it? <laughs> yeah, right. He, he, well, you know what he did was he positioned the best of the best under the specific companies that he had. You know, this yeah. guy, he he was a recommendation fanatic. Everybody gave him a recommendation. I'm going to tell you this: if I'm going to go for recommendations. I don't think they care about the guy. Yeah, I work with Rick. I park cars out front. You know, yeah, yeah. nice guy. Uh, no, you want yeah, the rest recommendation you can get is from the guy you work for. You're right, from right. The person that you shared the reins with. You know, I don't recommendation one fifty eight goes largely un uh, unnoticed. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. The most important ones are the ones from your from your your boss or from. Your your uh, superiors. If you can show those at the top of the list, then you're golden. That's exactly what you want to do. So do the same. Re- return the favor. Find those people that you can that you feel comfortable and and send them a recommendation. Um, one one application that I thought would be interesting, especially uh, for someone who might not be um, uh, in the technology area. Um, is the storage, the application, there's two, there's actually two, but one is the place where you can store files so that you can keep copies of your resume there. Um, and I don't know if you can share, share, have a shared space like we, we tend to use, but at least you'd have your copy of your resume if you needed to email it to somebody, it's right there online no matter where you are. And the second one is you can do, um, PowerPoint presentations, which you might want to have something up there, a presentation that you've done. And again, it's using the medium um, and the functionality to have something that you might have done or put a PowerPoint together. If you, blogging takes a lot to get going. Excellent, but you know that's a time commitment. And um, if you're just starting out, maybe you know how to do a PowerPoint and you could put some of your um, together with photos possibly. Right, so. right. Sure. Absolutely. And that's all part of uh, growing your network. You want to make sure that uh, you've got everything, uh, you're building it up, you're constantly looking at building up, uh, building up. And like I said before, go through your list of people that have joined your network. Keep inviting people in and make it, make it, make it more. Just keep, just keep, keep it growing. Um, and, and again, and this is literally the last point. Watch your profile and make sure that your profile applies to what your future plans are. All right, like with any good resume, uh, you, you're going to say you're going to say this is where I want to go. This is what I want to do with my career. Make sure that your profile reflects what you want to do in your future. Certainly. Yeah. You know, it's interesting as we start to come to the close of this discussion here, we, you know, I, I realize, uh, you know, how much, how much there is to learn and understand here, um, you know, and uh, some of us have more experience than others with LinkedIn, some of us have none whatsoever, uh, but maybe the takeaway on this is the fact that, uh, you know, LinkedIn uh, is here to stay. Uh, insights like it in this type of technology that allows us to reach out and build a professional and personal network. Um, you know, so again, I'm going to take it back to you know the time is now to start getting familiar with it. You know, even if it's something as simple as just creating a profile and getting familiar with the environment, you know, and adding five people 
you, you know, to your to your network on LinkedIn. And, I, and I'm willing to bet that most of the listeners are not going to have a hard time finding five other people that are already on LinkedIn, which you know ought to give you some insight into the fact that this is uh, you, you know there's a lot of opportunity here. This um, you know this technology is here to stay, and it's only going to grow. Uh, you know, it's interesting to think about what the future of LinkedIn is. And uh, I mean, I guess we could we could really only guess uh, you know what it might be, uh, but at the rate that it's growing, uh, you know, I, I think that we can expect uh, you know to see millions upon millions of our uh, friends, family, and colleagues on there in the uh, uh, years to come here. Absolutely, Ryan. I, you know, I was, um, and we'll, we'll, we'll go into this in probably a future date, but I was doing a little research on the amount of people that are actually in social networks overall. Um, and, and, of course, the list could be huge, right? But mm-hmm. the list of people, the li- I shouldn't put it this way because people isn't fair, but the the list, the number of profiles created globally in all social networks combined exceeds a billion profiles. Oh, wow. It was it was like it was a tenth of that. It was a tenth yeah. of that. Okay. Yeah. Just a few years ago. Just yeah. a short period ago. It's yeah. over a billion profiles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean there's social media uh, which, you know, LinkedIn is very much a, you know, one of the big players uh in this uh, in this playing field. Is is brand new. It, it, you know that type of popularity and those type of numbers ought to show you how valuable it is. It wouldn't exist if there wasn't some real value to the things that we're talking about here. Um, you know, so so stay tuned in, and um, you know we're going to have lots more information to share with you, whether it's on our blog in the form of white papers and uh, additional follow-up uh, radio shows. Uh, you, listen, folks, that Mildred, how are we doing on time here? about six minutes left, so okay. uh, uh, do we want to, um, I know upcoming, some of the shows, and we'll, we're going to publish the list, but upcoming, I think, um, uh, blogging, uh, it's, on one hand, it's easy, there's so many different you can set up, but how do you really use them effectively, and um What's the be- and best practices? It's almost like just the way there's etiquette for LinkedIn, there's really etiquette for blogging and best practices, which is something um, it takes a time to get a handle on, but there's a payback. Um, sure, and, sure. And, uh, all, the, all dependent on how you want to use it, and um, you know, in, in what venue, whether it's uh, you know creating a, a WordPress uh, through LinkedIn or, or setting up a site of your own. So. Yeah, I think that's uh, some great content to cover in the future here. Um, so, you know, listen, folks, uh, do you have any uh, other comments you'd like to wrap with here before we close out the show? Well, I know one thing that I'm going to uh, that I've been working on, and will will be covering and and have some information on is in Facebook. What's the difference between your profile, a group, and a page? When do you use each? And and the reason and also how they how you link each one of those in with a Twitter account um, so that when you're twittering you're not just sending it out to your personal one if you want to Twitter with a page or Twitter with a group um, and some of the code snippets that go along with that so that's okay. something I'm working on. Yeah, and in, in, in the vein of what you were saying, 
about being able you know you want to be able to be found and with the blogs and all uh there's a whole new frontier it used to be uh, five years ago uh, everybody was optimizing websites well today your blog your your profile uh, these are all websites for all intents and purposes uh what what we'd love to be able to uh, go into is is how to optimize what you're going to do and make sure you come up in one of those first you know couple of pages when they do a search uh, and there are ways you can you can accomplish that. There are ways to fine tune what you have. So optimization for uh, search engine results like Google uh, can be accomplished, or you know, it can be done with a, a blog as well as a certainly, website. certainly. And that is really a whole body of it, uh, information there that uh, we we couldn't cover in ten more episodes. <laughs> but we'll do our best to give you the uh, give you the highlights here. Um, so be sure to continue to uh, visit us on the webuncovered.com where we will post uh, previous shows, including this one here from this evening. And, uh, and likewise, we really want to encourage you to reach out and contact us. This is uh, very much a two-way two dialogue uh, between ourselves uh, and you folks, uh, the listeners here, who I'm sure have a ton of questions. Uh, and uh, we, we're certainly uh, a resource to come to for some answers here. So. Um, uh, be sure to get in touch. Uh, Mildred and Rick, I very much appreciate you joining us here this evening. Um, and uh, we look forward to seeing you next week, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday. Uh, from the part- 7 8. 8, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in Chicago. <laughs> you couldn't tell from the accents here, a difference of. Uh, all right, well, thanks again for joining us here this evening. We we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Okay, guys. Yep, thanks again. Good night. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.